Hi, friend. Welcome to episode 13 of the My Supreme Self podcast. I'm your host, Erica, and if you're new here, welcome. This podcast is all about gaining tools to better understand ourselves and, in turn, how we can better show up for others in the world. I'm so grateful that you're here, and thank you for tuning in today. Every day in the month of January, I'll be sharing tools that I wish I knew earlier to avoid years of pain and trauma. Today's episode, I'll be talking all about the energy of money and our relationship to money. Before we dive in, let's pause and take a deep breath together. Let's dive into today's topic. Disclaimer, this is not an episode where I will be telling you how or where to invest your money, but rather our emotions around money and help you clarify what you really want out of life and to gain tools to act powerfully when you use money to achieve those dreams. The reason why this topic is so important is because money can be an uncomfortable subject for a lot of us. Most people would rather talk about anything else rather than their bank balance. We can't live with it. We can't live without it. But have you ever thought about why money can be such an uncomfortable topic? Money can be a source of joy and freedom for some, and for others, it can be a source of great stress and anxiety. Imagine being able to approach your finances with a sense of optimism, clarity, and openness because money touches almost every single aspect of our life, whether it's work, our time to relax, our creative activities, our home and where we live, our family, and just many of our pursuits are based around money. Everything we do and dream about is affected by our relationship with this powerful form of energy. And whether you dream of traveling around the world, buying a home, opening a business, opening a nonprofit, buying a new car, getting out of student loan debt, all of those visions are intertwined with the possibilities and the pitfalls around the energy of money. Many people will even base who they marry due to how much money they make and the kind of lifestyle that affords. A lot of this discomfort is what makes our relationship with money such an important ground and topic of conversation. Whether it brings up strong emotions or feelings of excitement, our relationship with money calls us to see how we're handling all kinds of energy, not just money, but our time, our physical health, our enjoyment, our support of friends, and more. There's the age-old saying that money doesn't buy happiness, which I do believe to be true. That's because unless you've determined the emotions that fulfill that you think money will fill that void, no amount of money or external good or vacation or thing will heal that empty void. So how do we use the energy of money? To use the energy of money successfully, we need to both operate in both the physical and metaphysical reality. What does that mean? Metaphysical meaning your visions and dreams and your life's intentions. So our inner visions are what inspire us, but you can't metaphysical, so to speak, your ideas into reality without taking any action. For example, I can dream all day about going to Paris, but unless I book a flight, find a hotel, and save money to pay for the trip, it won't happen. 
When we determine what it is that we want and what brings us joy and meaning, you will see how to get what you want with ease. Successful people know how the energy of money works and how energy works in general. Successful people know how to focus all kinds of energy like money, time, physical vitality, and how to convert ideas into dreams and into reality. Your money is your life and your money is congealed energy and releasing it releases all of life's possibilities. If you take out a dollar bill and think about all of the places that dollar bill has been, think about the people who have held this dollar bill and what they've used it for. Think of the people who will hold it in the future and what they will use it for. This $1 bill may find its way into the hands of a mother who needs to pay one more dollar to buy her kids the food that they need. Or it could transport a business person in a taxi on the way to make a deal that could provide jobs to thousands or millions of people. Or it could become a part of a down payment for a first home, a car, or a vacation. Once you start to visualize and think about all of the possibilities that the same $1 bill could create, you can start to sense that energy. The energy of the single dollar can flow from your hands into many people's lives. We live in a universe made up of energy and surrounded by energy because we all share the same capability to manifest this energy that unifies us. The book, The Energy of Money, by Maria Nemeth, PhD, discusses how our goals and intentions in life can help us essentially manipulate the energy of money. So how can we project our life's intentions into physical reality? And how exactly do we know we're manifesting our life's intentions? It really starts with setting goals and then looking at what our intention for that goal is. For example, a goal could be to buy a house Our intention for that goal is to be financially successful. Our goal could be to run a marathon. Our intention for that goal is to be physically fit. Our goal could be to move into a beautiful new office. And our intention for that goal could be to be a successful entrepreneur. Energy comes from having a vision. And being very clear about your goals, this is where you can get in a flow state, so to speak, of finding the energy to work towards that goal. There are six primary forms of energy that we discuss in the energy of money, which are money, time, physical vitality, enjoyment, creativity, and the support of friends. We use all forms of these energy to energize our goals and to help them move forward between the metaphysical reality, again, your dreams and your aspirations, into physical reality, something you can tangibly see. And to really develop this practice, you ultimately use all six forms of these energy. You invest money and time. You use physical vitality to stay healthy and stay energized. And when you love what you're doing, you're developing creative approaches to getting new clients, and you have the support of your friends who held your hand, they supported you, they celebrated with you, they encouraged you, and even give referrals to you. So how do we know when we're successful with our goals? Success is doing what you said you would do with ease. 
And that's really what you're shooting for is when you're able to do what you said you would do easily. Our greatest power that we have is to be willing. Being willing to do what you may not want to do in midst of doubts, fears, insecurities, objections, challenges, you still must be willing to work towards your goal. I find that successful people are willing. They are willing to look at the important questions and learn important lessons that are before them, such as what do I really want to do with my life? How can I make the biggest impact? What do I really want to use my money for? What are the talents that I want to develop? Successful people may not want to look at these kinds of questions. They may be afraid of what they'll see or what they'll need to do, but they're willing to look. They're the ones that are willing to ask the hard questions. They're willing to see what it takes, and they're willing to do what it takes and follow through consistently every day. They're willing to do what they don't want to do. They don't wait until they're in the right mood or until you're mind quiets down and that's what makes successful people so successful is they're willing and they're consistent so write down any fears that you have around money or any negative emotions that you have when you think about money here is a list of questions that i pulled from the energy of money about how we can get a better sense of how we view money today. The first is, what were your family's financial circumstances when you were born? Two, when did you first learn about money? Was it from your father or mother? How old were you? What were the circumstances? Three, did you have an allowance? Did you have to work for your allowance or was it given to you even if you didn't have to do chores to earn it? Four, when was the last time you bought something with your money that you had saved? What did you buy? Five, do you remember your first earned paycheck? How did you earn it? How much was it? What did you do with it? Six, do you remember ever losing money? When was the earliest time and what happened? Seven, did you dream of one day having a particular job or career? Have you achieved this? Why or why not? Eight, if your relationship with money were a personal relationship, how would you describe it? Do you fear, love, hate, depend upon, feel possessive of, or feel generous with your money? Write down whatever comes to mind. Nine, how do you relate to people who have more money than you? How do you relate to people who have less money than you? 10. Do you recall your mother or father's relationship with money? 11. How did your parents' relationship with money affect you? Did they have expectations of you, and what were they? 12. Have you ever accomplished an important task or project involving money? What was it? What did you do that made you successful? 13. Was there a time when you tried but did not accomplish a task or project regarding money? 14. Have you ever given or received gifts of money? If yes, for how much? And how did you feel about this? 15. If you were to characterize your own brand of money craziness, how would you describe it?
meaning where do you like to indulge and spend your money? 16. Where do you want to see yourself 10 years from now regarding money? How much do you have in savings? How much invested? How much do you see yourself making 10 years from now? 17. Regarding money, for what do you want to be known? If people were to talk to you about you and your relationship with money, what would you want them to say? Are you frugal? Are you a spender? Are you generous? Whatever comes to mind. 18. Are you afraid that money is not spiritual enough for you, that your spiritual path isn't compatible with financial success? 19. What do you spend your money on? 20. What do you not spend money on? A lot of these questions provide a framework of reflecting on what is your past relationship with money, what are some of your earliest experiences with money, and how you currently stand with the way you perceive money and how you will continue to earn money in the future. Another question I love to ask is if money were no object, what would you do with your time? What would you do with your life? Would you have the same friends? Would you live in the same place? Would you live in the same city? Would you wear the same clothes? Another money reflection question is if you were to lose all of your money tomorrow, all of your savings, everything in your bank account, all of your investments, all of your assets, how would you feel? And what would you do? Asking yourself this question is a good indicator if this is the first time ever reflecting on this or if you have a positive relationship with money, for example, some people may feel completely overwhelmed given you have responsibilities, you have a family to provide for, or you would just have to start at zero. Ask yourself what emotions are coming up for you and where is the root of it? And if all of us lost our money tomorrow, we would all have to start over. Would you start over in the same career? Or would you choose a different career pathway? Would you make different decisions when it comes to earning money? Or would you keep doing what you're doing? Asking yourself these questions can be a really good indicator on how we're spending our energy today to earn money. And also just the way we're thinking about how we can acquire money to provide us the life that we're, we have been living or maybe the life that we want to live in the future. As we wrap today's episode, I wanted to end with a few money affirmations. Let's take a deep breath together. You can repeat these to yourself silently or say them out loud. I attract money easily and effortlessly. I am a money magnet. I release all resistance to attracting money. I can do less to earn more. Money comes easily to me. 
wealth constantly flows into my life. The more I focus on joy, the more money I will make. Money is energy and it flows into my life constantly. Money flows to me in unexpected and expected ways. Money is abundant and I attract it naturally. Money is unlimited and my prosperity is unlimited. My mind is a powerful magnet for wealth and abundance. Money flows to me freely as I move through the world. I am wealthy. I trust that more money is coming my way. I'm so grateful for the ability to manifest money when I want it. I'm good with my finances. Let's take a deep breath together. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Please be sure to subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and make sure you tune in every day in the month of January where I will be releasing a new episode. Be sure to visit mysupremeself.com and subscribe to our newsletter and be sure to follow on Instagram. Tune in tomorrow where I will be talking all about the power of words and self-talk, which you won't want to miss. I hope you have the best day and I will talk to you tomorrow.